Hey guys, Maria Menunos here. Before your favorite AfterBuzz TV after show begins, I'm so excited to tell you that my new cookbook is out. It's called The Every Girl's Guide to Cooking. It's the quickest, fastest, easiest, most amazing recipes for kitchen newbies and chefs alike. Please check out mariamenunos.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! All right, guys, welcome to another episode of the Scandal After Buzz TV After Show. We are here for episode 13, The Fish Rots from the Head. As always, your favorite four gladiators are here, starting with me, Emil Innes Jr. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Cornelia. Hi, gladiators. I'm Sophia Stanley. Hi, I'm Bam Erickson. And before we continue, we want to say a huge congratulations to Maria Menounos and Kevin Undergaro. They are now engaged. <laughs> they are the creators of After Buzz, so congrats to you guys. Um, so let's go ahead and break this episode down. Let's start with Fitz. The reason why I'm starting with Fitz because I know somebody <clears throat> next to me likes to drag Fitz. So I figure we might as well start since there are numerous reasons to drag him this episode. <laughs> uh, so uh, we have Fitz and his hoes. That's what we started with this episode. That's why I call him Fitz and the hoes. <laughs> You quite look like a 90s, 70s phone Fitz and the hoes. Um, Fitz is going through his phase. Uh, in the face. Sorry. Mm. Oh. Mm. Well, mm. Vince is going, having his his free time. He's experiencing life right now, um, post Melly and Olivia. Vince been it, living life. <laughs> he been a hoe. Whoop. I'm Whoop. not convinced that you he. Can't. I'm sorry. I, I'm not convinced that he didn't wake up all of a sudden and just started this smash fest. He's been this way for a very long time. Mm. And, but, and and so how so? So who other than his wife and Olivia, Amanda Tanner. Amanda Tanner, has he slept with? And he slept with Amanda Tanner once. He slept with his wife arguably once a year. But he and called even her ironically, sweet baby, though. And ironically, even his mistress probably what tops three times a year. Mm-hmm. He called Amanda Tanner sweet baby because he was thinking about his mistress. Oh, well, he called her sweet baby. See, cause, my thing is, I think, <laughs> no, I think he's I think he's messy. I ironically don't think he's a hoe. He's messy. He is definitely messy. But I wouldn't say that he's a hoe. I think it definitely was a phase. And the reason it was a phase is what Olivia said wouldn't have hit him so hard if, in fact, this was organically the way that he was. Okay, maybe not a hoe where there's multiple girls, but he definitely, I, I feel like, in, in uh, um, I feel like he definitely sleeps around. He doesn't have to have multiple. But and, what, I be- and just kind of just for the sake of um, this conversation, this show, what does sleep around mean? Meaning that I don't believe that Olivia is the first girl that um, that he's stepped on Melly with. Oh. Well, can I can I jump in? I want to say in regards to. Um, why did I just lose my damn point? God, oh. It will come. It'll come because that it fits was- as a hoe. No, it wasn't. It wasn't about necessarily him being a hoe. Oh, it was about 
Um, Olivia saying what she said to him and hit him. I know a couple dogs who are dogs and they know they're dogs. And when you say something to check them, it knocks them down for a minute. But they're in inside who they are are dogs. So yeah, it can hit them. It can hit them once. But her talk to him doesn't mean that he is in a certain way because it affected him. He could rec- you could be a hoe and recognize you a hoe. Not saying if it's a hoe, because I don't really know. Yeah. I, oh, I don't. Okay. I don't really know if I want to say he's a hoe, but Fitz don't care. He never really cared. That's my stance. Fitz, Fitz don't give a shit. See, and I and I really actually don't. I didn't intend to defend Fitz, but I completely disagree. This man has actually divorced his wife of however many years, regardless of whether or not there was infidelity. Real people are in bad marriages and it still hurts them when they get divorced and it's over because they were comfortable with that other person. So that's the first part. The second part is, and he broke up with Olivia. So literally within in the course of like what, a, a, a two month, three month period, he loses his wife and he loses arguably what he had proclaimed to be the love of his life. I think it's a very natural response. And if you think about it, him and Melly were probably married since they were, what, like late 20s? So that means he's been married the majority of his adult life and probably with Melly the, the majority of his adult life. I think that how he reacted is actually rather common. I think the only difference is he happens to be the president. So therefore, the amount of practice he's getting is a lot more than the average person because everyone wants a piece of him, not only because he's a president, but he happens to be an attractive president. Mm-hmm, he is attractive. Mm-hmm. So I think he just had to get it out of his system. And I think that when she gut checked him, it worked. And I think for the rest of the season, we're arguably, and this is maybe a prediction, but we're arguably, I think that what he said to Susan is is actually going to play out for the remainder of the season. And I think that this last this last segment, he's going to prove why it is that all these people sacri- sacrifice for him. Even, sorry, I'm going to go one step further. I think he's going to try to sidestep side Vargas and implement his education bill. Hmm. Uh, do you think that it was uh, Olivia was the right person to give the check to Fitz? Because there, there, for me, it was um, I was having a moment where it's like, you're making a good point, but it's also... It's like your ex-girlfriend yeah. checking you. And, I mean, the whole interaction between them annoys me. Y'all know it annoys me just because I'm over that that interaction. I'm over her coming around and, hi, and it's good to see you. I'm over that. I don't want. I don't really care to see it, and it, it doesn't do anything for me. So I appreciate somebody gave him the talk. And if she was the one that had to do it, so be it. But I'm not the one to ask because, again, I'm over them. And, and I can feel that, but I think that arguably she's, and I'm trying to find a tweet, someone said something really amazing regarding this exact point. Um, I think she's the only one who could say to exactly. them because they were in, a, in an intimate relationship. So arguably, it's usually only people that you are intimate with that can either hurt you or push the button that actually is real and that allows you to listen in a different type of a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, I actually, arguably, I actually really liked the scene. I liked how she came into the Oval Office and it seemed like, you know when basically like you see movies and there's like an old home and someone goes in and they haven't been there in a million years and there's like sheets on all the furniture and it's like all dusty? That's what it felt like to me in the Oval. It's literally like she was going back in time, but like further back than six months. You know what I mean? Like that she had left somewhere a decade ago and the way that she was kind of reminiscing. And to me, when they entered, it's almost like there was a calm and there was a weird vacuum. Normally kind of there's this energy and there's this thing, 
for the first time, what I noticed is there actually was none of that. And I don't know what that means. Meaning there was no energy. There was no electricity. And there was a huge chasm between them, but not in a dramatic dun, 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 dun way. Yeah. In a very subtle way. Um, I think the reason that there was no energy is because have you ever run into an ex mm-hmm. six, seven, <laughs> eight months later and you not expecting and then when you walk into and you walk and you see each other, there's like awkward silence for a second. So you started off real cute and simple. What did he say? He said, um very nice to see you. And she was like, huh? And then that almost broke the ice. So I think that was the why the energy was not there. That makes sense. One of our gladiators um, on Twitter, Jamia, said, the beginning of the Olet scene was unlike any other reunion. They seemed like normal exes, very refreshing and new. And we had an exact opposite opinion, again on Twitter, uh, Dame Bourgeoisie. She goes, so, Sophia, in a nutshell, Liv is just the forever side chick in all of her glory and glamour. Um, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Let us know how you really feel. Um, My quick take in regard to this scene. (laughs) I think that uh, with the whole Fitz and Liv thing, I'm glad and I agree that she was the right person to check him because he doesn't listen to anybody else, especially in the state that he's in right now. She's the only person who could really get through to him. My problem is there's been many times where he's changed temporarily. Like Cyrus will give him this dramatic speech and all of a sudden he's like, I'm going to be the president you want me to be. Melly will give him some speech. I'm going to be the president you want me to be. And now what? See, and I can't believe they're not jumping in and saying it. It's because he's a child. Well, I'm they're his parents. Yeah, I'm saying, I don't think, I don't think this is going to last. Well, I, I mean, waiting, it, yeah. it depends if his parents yeah, keep him I'm in, if they rein him in. Well, if Liv's not going to be around past this time, then who's going to check him? Well, maybe Abby will get it, get him in check again. Maybe, but Abby needs to get off whole duty. Well, true. Speaking people of Abby, don't change at fifty, guys. Is he fifty? Yeah. Forty-nine people don't change after your late thirties. He ain't changing, guys. Well, still looks good. All right, so Abby, are we okay with Abby's new role? Because she seems kind of happy <laughs> wrangling these girls coming in the White House. I go ahead, Bam. I think she's like, I'm not gonna curse. I think she's just like, okay, whatever. This is a, I, this is a job I can do. Sure, fine, whatever. Okay, yes, yeah, sign it. Take, you know, no, take. Give me your phone. It's that's an easy task. Rather than, um, uh, it's very doable because she doesn't have to get an unexpected phone call at three o'clock. It's like very regimented. Mm, yeah, there's a plan. There's a protocol. Abby likes protocol. She's OCD. She likes like one, two, three, four. Right. I will say the new Sam guy. I don't. I see something happening there. Possibly the new Secret Service Sam guy with her. Mm, interesting. Just, just I felt something yeah. when they first interacted. Yeah, I didn't feel it in the later part yeah, of the episode. Not- the first interaction, there was something there. So hopefully, because he's a looker, so hopefully that will come into play. Um, let's go ahead and go to the scandal of the week, which I was kind of bored with, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. It just seemed like it was predictable. Mm-hmm. I will say, um, in regards to OPA, that pissed me off too because. Literally, I was watching, and every time Quinn said something when Mark was trying to talk, I was like, shut up! I wrote down in my notes. What? Quinn is annoying. She's going back to it! You know what? I thought about this, and um, although Quinn had every right, and I'm a defender just for a second, I'm a flip-flop, but their job 
is to fix the situation, not go anything further. And then I try to also put that into to my our lives and our perspectives. When someone asks us something, we 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 give them what we give them. But we're not. If someone's paying you, and for me as a screenwriter, a couple weeks ago, someone paid me to put the script in format. Mm-hmm. Now, the script was terrible, but. He didn't pay me to rewrite the script. He only paid me to put it in format. So I had to fall back as as terrible as the script was and certain things I wanted to fix. You ain't paying me for that. So therefore, if that's what you're paying for, you give it to him. You don't give anything else. I agree with you, but I think the difference in this scenario is by not doing that, so basically by not actually rewriting the script, you actually could do a disservice to your client. Because in this situation, if you don't know what actually happened, you can't protect your client, right? The entire reason that I think that, you know, from seasons one, two, and three, that Olivia always said to her clients, I need you to be truthful with me. The only rule is you have to tell me the truth, and if you don't, you're no longer my client, because I cannot fix your problem if I actually don't know what the problem is. So in the same way that Marcus went and did an autopsy, someone else could have gotten their hands on an autopsy. One of the myriad of people that they paid off. So what, you think you're going to pay someone $340 nowadays and that someone's still not going to spill the beans? The minute that person recognized Mm -hmm. that that person was Secret Service for the President of the United States of America, they're telling. So I think that because they didn't adequately do their job, that's what I was upset about. Not necessarily that they flip-flopped regarding who their client was, i.e., was it the Secret Service or was it Abby? It's that I, I think that they've been sloppy and they're messy. I was see that I understand. My problem with Quinn was Quinn. Why are you talking to people this way? Why we we, we don't do that? Like why are you because just be like yo no we're not gonna do that. Like Quinn's approach is the approach of somebody. You know when somebody hate their job. You got that that coworker who always talking about she want to leave and she looking for a new gig, but yes. she ain't really looking for a new gig. Yes, that literally and she be bitching all yes. day. Like, this is, this, uh, we don't do that here. And when a new boss come in, she be like, well, that's not how we do it here. Quinn, shut up, dude. I just, I was, I just. I think Quinn is like that only because she was I bossed. I wish I could say her name. Oh uh, she was bossed around when she first got there, so she feels that it's her job now but to like do that. like that, though? Yeah, she's Here's my bitch. thing, though. My issue no, is. No, she's, I won't say that, but she's, she definitely has her a way about. I could see if he came into, just like when we came into AfterBuzz, there was an orientation, there was protocol, there were meetings to really acclimate us to what it was. <laughs> so my issue is, with, <laughs> my issue is with OPA, I can't look at you, my issue is with OPA, when Marcus came into OPA, there wasn't a moment where they were like, okay, this is like, there wasn't mm-hmm. like a real come to Jesus moment. This is what mm-hmm. we do. Like, it's going to get real. So, and I wrote this down. There was a moment when he was doing his first cleanup, as I like to call mm-hmm. it. I was like, oh, Marcus is the old, like, he's officially a gladiator. But then he's asking all these questions. I'm like, oh, we hadn't lost his moral compass yet. So it's nice <laughs> having somebody in there who can still be present like that and be like, hey, what, what, what really are we doing here? But you cannot get mad at somebody when you didn't really explain all that you do. Does that make sense? Like, oh, 100%. Totally, yeah. So that's why, and that's why I'm kind of on, on the on board with you is what Quinn was saying may have been validated, but it was her approach and the way she said it to somebody who that's like if if a child is going up to a a, 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 a van and he's saying, "Hey, you want some candy?" And it's like, "Yeah, I'll take some candy." He's like, "Don't do that!" Like yelling at him, and you never told them, "Don't take candy from strangers." Yeah. So I don't know. <clears throat> also. Olivia Pope was sitting there the whole time looking like, so what, who cares? She was, and you remember, she's the only one, um, Marcus is the only one, Olivia knows Marcus's background. So 
<laughs> the others don't know his background, so obviously Marcus is gonna do no, what he they does. Do, they do. They were there in the lawn chair. They oh, know yeah, exactly they know. who he is. And remember, oh, I forgot remember about it was that. Quinn who yeah, brought yeah. him in. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well then. Well, Olivia looked like she hated her gig. Yeah. This whole well, true. Well, I mean, even the way she kept throwing around a hooker. She yeah, was like, "Who she cares? She's a hooker." Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I was like, "Are you allowed to say that, feminist?" But then notice when she did decide to help her, she changed her verbiage and she called her an escort. Sure did. Mm-hmm. Well, we want to know what you guys think. Make sure you go to iTunes, rate, comment, subscribe. Five stars, hopefully. Also, if you're watching on YouTube right now live, thank you so much. Go ahead and click that thumbs up button. And if you're not watching live and just watching in your free time in the bathtub, wherever you are, just click that thumbs up button, leave a comment, tweet us, all that good stuff. And if you ever need an extra shot of conversation, we do a podcast every week called Happy Hour Shot of Conversation where we talk about current topics, all the hot stuff from the week, politics, everything. So make sure you check it out on iTunes, Happy Hour, A Shot of Conversation. You won't be disappointed. Um, a bathtub. <laughs> Sorry. Well, maybe they have the new um, Samsung <laughs> 7 yo, Edge. Yo. It's waterproof. Yo, I'm not going to lie. That would be nice. Mine's mm. waterproof, too. Or one of those. Um, Wait, what kind of phone you got? A Sony. Ooh. Okay. Mm. Is it like um like I was in the pool, the water? I d- is it yeah. shatterproof too? Um, or like not, sh- not shatterproof, but oh, you yeah. was getting your hair away, babe. You got your hair away. When I was, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I did. I had to braid it. I had to braid the hair. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of, huh? You did it yourself? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Well, well, since we're talking about braiding hair, let's go to Cyrus and um <laughs> and Michael. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, oh Michael. Was so cute. Oh. He's like, what are you doing? I'm practicing braiding the hair. Like, that was cute. That was beyond He's cute. He's trying because there's a lot of people who don't try. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And just let the hair look like shoot, who shot Donna <laughs> forgot to kill him. Mm-hmm. That's like a theme of Shonda Rhimes' show. They Agreed. did that on Grey's mm-hmm. with Derek and he was trying to, he had Bailey teach him how yeah, to how do to hair. Uh, Zora's hair. I can't watch Grey's. I watched an episode today and I was crying. Okay. Anyway, um, Cyrus still has not changed. I didn't expect him to. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, Cyrus is definitely a character that I continue to love, but more so hate. And I love mm-hmm. to hate him. Mm-hmm. Um, Cyrus, we know that he's trying to get Vargas in this presidential bid. He's having um, breakfast or lunch, whatever it was, with them. And Sally Langston walks in, invites him to be on the Liberty Report. <laughs> he says, I don't want to do any media. Cyrus then wiggles his way in, gets Fitz to talk to him. And Fitz shuts down his education plan. Oh, I want to go on the Liberty Report now. Set it up. He goes on there. They talk about it. <sighs> I think what frustrated me the most, and it's not, it didn't frustrate me because he's so good at what he does. Mm-hmm. It was when he's telling the story so convincingly about his brother with just all the pain in his mm-hmm. eyes. And mm-hmm. part of me was thinking, we was talking about all of this, maybe he was referencing somebody else who did die close to him. He was thinking about that, but just watching him. And then when Michael comes in and says, who's Oliver? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were only child. And he's like, I am. And like the satisfaction on his face, like, that's the old Cyrus I kind of miss, but it was just hard to watch because he's so manipulative and I feel like Vargas truly is a good guy and he's corrupting him slowly. He's such a good guy though. Has a child with cancer, special force. Like, I don't know, I feel bad for the guy. Cyrus is an OG, man. He, on this show, represents like that OG politics, what you think politics is behind the scenes, grimy, do what you gotta do. You know what I mean? Him and what's... What's Portia's character's name? I forget. Lizzie. Those two. Those two seem to represent that that gritty old school politics. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I like Cyrus. Mm-hmm. I liked him more this episode than I have in a while. Me Agreed. too. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. Mm-hmm. Well, just on a side note, 
the interaction between Fitz and Tom, uh, not um, Brian Letcher. Is it Tom? Fitz mm-hmm. and Tom or Cyrus yeah. and Tom? Mm-hmm. Cyrus, oh, and Cyrus and Tom. Yeah, yeah, Cyrus and Tom. Oh, no, there's something going on. Let's talk yeah. about it. There's something going on there. Because he fixed his tie. No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. His whole body language, you know how they give body language yeah. experts, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That literally, if your knees are turned into someone, mm-hmm. that means you like them. He literally was sitting on oh, his like side you. in the limo, sure and his knees were touching, and he was mm-hmm. this close, mm-hmm. sure and was. he fixed his tie. Sure was. But notice when Michael said, who's Tom? No ignore. Response. Ignore. I'm not sure. Oh, wait. Oh. No, go ahead. I was going to give them a, a tip of how not to get caught. Oh, Doing something bad. No, no. Oh. Go ahead, because okay. you know some of these people this need is, help. Okay, this is what always gives people away is when asked about the person, they either stutter or they go what? Or if the person comes to the room, they don't acknowledge them. Mm-hmm. That literally, it's literally, if you're in a room full of people and someone comes in and literally one person doesn't acknowledge that one person, they're in things. That's it. <clears throat> I agree. Or they go, huh? <laughs> Who's Tom? Huh? Who's Tom? Yeah. Mm-hmm, I agree. And this is here. Yeah. So next time, because you'd be like, "Yo, the Secret Service like, oh. agent." Yeah, no, you always have an answer. Yeah, you yeah. always practice in front of your mirror, and I do not <laughs> condone that. But I'm just saying, I've caught a couple of people with that. I'm like, "Oh, I see you." <laughs> And I'm re- I have a really good track record. That's how Sophia caught me before. I was about to say, somebody <laughs> in this room got cold busted. I thought about that too. I wasn't going to say it. Oh, I wasn't known cheating, to sneak, sneak. But they didn't know. They didn't know. They yeah. didn't know. But I well, knew. Yeah, you know, I knew. I got caught. Mm-hmm. Oh, why you ain't speak? Mm-hmm. I was like, that just don't make no sense. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. When so, I told yeah. them, they were like, we already knew. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> it was like, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I wanted to do the little sound from your <laughs> If you listen to Happy Hour, you know why that's funny. Oh um, so anyway, yeah, that yeah, I'm I'm interested to see where that's going. Me too, because I don't think it's a game. Before I was wondering if he was playing the gay game. Kind of, I said I mentioned something that, that with uh, Empire mm-hmm. about how. Is he playing the gay game, trying to get closer to Cyrus? But with that lean in the leg, I'm not sure. But mm-hmm. I, I like how Cyrus, though, really is an OG. Yeah. Cyrus gave no Fs. <clears throat> Do you remember that? He didn't even get like a little like, mm-hmm. he was just like, oh. Sugar daddy. Not care. Oh, he does God. not care. sleeping his way to the top. All right, let's go to Susan, David, and Liz the most annoying triangle in mm-hmm. the world. It is just so disgusting. I say this mm-hmm. every week. It's just so, take your pants off. <laughs> but I liked her blouse. I mean, Her she blouse good. was cute. She looked oh, good. Her blouse was Everybody, cute. What, all the women oh. looked, all yes. the women were dressed great, except, sorry, Quinn. Well, I agree with that, actually. I think that's on purpose, though. She's kind of... No, but they still need to give her, like, that, that, um, that, like, all black, East Coast, kind of, like, hipster look. Yeah, something. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Where she's, like, always in black, but it's, like, it's <laughs> slick and it's sharp with, like, sick boots. You know what I mean? Yeah, but the grouchy girl, the grouchy girl at work don't never be looking cute, y'all. Y'all know the grouchy girl at work don't never <laughs> be stylish. Doesn't. She doesn't. She oh, always, no. she got all No, 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 I disagree. Yes. No, no, What about the grouchy girl who is, whose face is always beat? And, and she literally invented resting bitch face. Mm. But she ain't really grouchy. She just a bitch. Well, then, isn't that kind of what? Quinn, no. Quinn, oh. that grouchy girl oh. at work, he'd be like, girl, just stop it, please. <laughs> she always got on flared jeans. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, <laughs> Who are you talking about, Cornelia? Get your shape ups. You know? We're going to start oh, dropping some names here. No, we won't. <laughs> got a Russian accent. 
She ain't watching. Who? <laughs> she really all ain't. like. She yeah. really ain't. Oh my gosh. Oh my um, but no, Susan, <clears throat> David, and Liz. I just think it's so disgusting that David literally has no spine. Mm-hmm. Like he has no spine. He's such a he flip flop, flip flop. One minute here, one minute here, but it's always in favor of the moment. I think it's great for the show because it shows a it shows a um a wide range of um the different kind of men that you encounter. You do have some oh. you do have some men who who like to be controlled by women or they have no spines, and then you have some like Reverend Ike who you know who don't allow certain things. So to be able to if you if you just line all the men up from Fitz to to, to Ike and Cyrus and to Jake and they're all very different. Yeah, it's an excellent point, man. It's true. I agree with that. Excellent point. Um, Susan, I love how she does have a spine, though. So even though she's been pushed into this presidency and or this run for presidency, she still has her own voice. She did the Liberty Report thing mm-hmm. reluctantly. But I like that when she was in the office talking to Fitz, one, I like that she was a G and took the service elevator at the hose take. <laughs> that, that was kind of funny. And then when she gets off the elevator and goes and talks to Fitz, when Fitz says, you know, I plan on endorsing you, you have my endorsement. She says, I don't know if I want that. Like, I just like that she's willing to open up and speak her mind. And I think it's a good match for Millie. I'm excited to see where it goes. Agreed. Um, yeah. And just again, I love what How come Sally Langston? Oh. Like, I, I live for her. Like it's literally like this. This is what she was meant to be on the show for. What I, exactly? What it, a great it, role! It's such a great role because she re- she is actually preaching from her pul- her pulpit. And what did she get? Fifteen million viewers. Mm-hmm. She has such a bigger platform than she ever had as vice president. I and think it's amazing. By having her in that role, as opposed to if they did like another character, mm-hmm. like just a random yeah. person that does a Liberty Report, it wouldn't be the same. The fact not. that we know her history mm-hmm. and what she's done and, and what the she's hypocrisy. dealt with, exactly the righteous indignation, like girl, yeah. bye. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, so everybody's favorite, Liv and Jake. <clears throat> so Liv is following Jake around. She is literally stalking him. And Vanessa Ross, is that her name? No, mm-hmm. not Vanessa, Ross. Vanessa, but definitely Vanessa, Vanessa Moss. Vanessa oh, Moss. Yes. Yeah. Uh, she's following them around, seeing what they're doing. And Abby joins her at one point. She's like completely ignoring what Abby's saying because she's so focused on this. And I understand her obsession because now that, who read her? Somebody read her, Huck. When Huck read her an episode ago, and he said, you know, there's obviously something going on. Now, all of a sudden, she's really focused on this. She wants to figure it out. Following them on dates, I don't think you're going to figure anything out unless you have some type of spy equipment where you're listening <laughs> with it. Like, what is she doing looking in the window? And- She's being a high school kid. <clears throat> yeah. I think it's cute that that is her excuse for, um, for yeah. spying on him. But you have some of the best spies in your vicinity. True. My problem with Olivia is when Jake came into the house, she needs to have a gun. Not only not Sorry. only a gun, you know, for, oh, excuse me, forget the police. You need to have a button on the side of your bed that is an emergency for Huck. So anytime any craziness comes on, beep, 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 you hit the button and then Huck will be there in about 45 seconds. So that that's my problem, number one. But number two, like I said, it's cute that that's your reason to spy. But the reality is, girl, bye, please. <laughs> And that scene was too dark. I couldn't see when they were. It was too dark. I couldn't see. Like, oh, you mean it's actually too dark? Yeah. No, 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 no. no. Like, like, you gotta be in dark, like as in foreboding. Yeah. No, he literally meant there was like no light I in the room. I, I couldn't see. I can't. Um, I will say, because when I was watching, I was like, "Say stop." 
Say stop well, it. Well, well, Say, this is what you do. You you get just a little bit and then you say stop. And that's exactly what she did because she's thirsty. She needs just a little bit. So he gave her just a little bit to just make her. <gasps> okay, now stop. I'm done. See, I took it as when Wait, he who said. Wait, she, she stopped, stopped him. him. Okay, this yeah. is what she stopped him when he said, "I need you." And as soon as he said that, I was like, "Oh, she gonna say stop because this whole need thing." Olivia has <laughs> uh, uh, boundaries, uh, a, a, an issue with boundaries and this need and and walking that line between what she wants and what she feels. Like so, as soon as he said, "I need you," I was like, "Oh, here we go." It, mm. it, I, I, and it was creepy as hell. It was I creepy. completely agree with Cornelia and her analysis. However, I actually thought it was the exact opposite. I thought that's why she knew he was playing on something. Mm. You can't basically say you have a girlfriend and that she's amazing and, and she's beautiful and all this stuff like that. Come here, and I am sorry, grown folk moment, and finger me, <clears throat> and then in the middle of it be like, I need you. No, you don't need me. They were F buddies. So I think that resonated as untrue to her mm -hmm. and that's why she stopped it. She's like, no, what are you playing at? Because obviously somehow you need me pacified so that I don't figure out what you're doing, which we obviously mm -hmm. know. One of you guys said it, right? That he's running for president. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is one, didn't one of you guys I say that? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. literally to me, like I wrote down on, uh, cause like literally she was like, Vanessa, Vanessa, lawyer, she does human rights. She's a debutante. She's a mall Clooney. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Which is the new trophy wife. Do you know what I mean? Like back in like last century, the trophy wife was like, you know, a skinny, big boo, blonde mm -hmm. model who never really worked, right? And the new trophy wife in this era for an intelligent man is an equally intelligent woman, if not more intelligent and beautiful. Right. He's literally setting him up to be a power couple. And what is the need for a power couple? She was literally choosing his first lady. Mm, mm, mm. He was better off just shutting up. Agreed. Yeah. He should just shut up. Well, he should have never come over yeah, there. Yeah, there was no need <laughs> to visit weird. her. But he, yeah. he likes the game, though, because he literally... Because this is a but difference. she likes it, too. No, but see, this is a difference, and this is, I think, why I, I don't like Jake, which is weird, because in real life, I would actually argue the exact opposite. The difference with, with, with Fitz is there's no conscious intent. Right? Yes, he may be a hoe and a child and immature and all of those things, but he is not intentionally any of those things. Jake is intentionally evil. Jake is intentionally manipulative. Jake is intentionally a liar. Jake is very much aware of everything that he's doing at every single moment. So to me, whatever game he is playing with Olivia, it's because he's sadistic. Yeah. Which is different than Fitz being selfish. And oh. that's, I think, why I have such a problem with him because I think that his intentionality is arguably, I think, to do harm to Olivia. If it really comes down to it, he's not really out for her best interest. So isn't, but isn't Olivia intentionally playing Jake this whole time? She intentionally used him for company. She intentionally, uh, you calls him whenever she needs him to do something. She intentionally approaches him for the things that she needs. So isn't this can't the same thing apply? It's just not. It's just less creepy. Yes, you make you make a good point. I just feel uh, siding with Sophia that Olivia's um, use for Jake and her intentions are totally different, and it's a lot safer. Yeah. But she's still using him yeah, you're right, for her right. own purpose, but in, in every right. way, in but, every way. Whenever Olivia needs enough. some help, she calls Jake. Whenever she wants somebody to finger banger, she calls Jake. Every time she needs something, she calls Jake. She actively pursues him and everything about him for her own personal needs. But I, he's just less. She's just less creepy. She wouldn't hurt him though. Would she? She wouldn't. 
I don't think so. Mm, well, I mean, mm, I wouldn't put it past her. I, at this at this point, prior into when she walked in and saw the woman at uh at her dad's house. Don't even get me started. On that. Then I then I had a moment where Olivia may set it off. To be like Queen Latifah yeah, with the right. cornrows out here. She may set it off. No, when she was, he was like, "Oh, welcome. What are what are we celebrating?" They're they're getting married. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, my Vesta Williams came. Yeah. Over there. <laughs> I thought it would have been me. Standing with you, congratulations. I hope you're happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I forgot the rest of the words. For as long as I can breathe, really? you'll always be the one, one for me. me. Y'all, I can't. I can't. Oh my god. <laughs> Why did y'all turn that into a duet? No, I cannot. <laughs> I had to take the bottom note. No. 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 <laughs> um, Can y'all pull up congratulations in the booth, please? Thank by you. Vesta Williams. Vesta Williams. <laughs> <laughs> y'all are so serious. No, I thought that was good. Can we back up for a minute, though? For me, what I think, like, literally made me almost pass out is when... Rowan opened the door and goes, oh. Mm-hmm. And she... Look at Vesta. Y'all can't see the video. Oh, oh, my no. gosh. Vesta creeped yeah. up with that blue outfit on. <laughs> Why didn't you just put it full screen? Yeah. <laughs> she said... Oh, my God. <gasps> Can I get those sunglasses though? (laughs) (laughs) You gotta get to the chorus. Congratulations. Was that all her real hair? No, it's probably always. Here you go. Me. I can't. Yeah, this. <laughs> that was Olivia. That <laughs> <laughs> was Olivia singing. That was worth the minute sidebar. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Pretty much, that was her. She walked in the door devastated. She. Ding 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 ding. I'm ding, done. Ding, Do y'all have anything else? I can't even. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, Olivia, I didn't know, whatever, you know? <laughs> but I don't think her, I don't think Jake and that lady, I still think they're playing this. Oh, they, they definitely I think this lady is a, an extra central casting. They found her oh. to play this game, and they were like, just do what we need you to do. Because I'm not convinced that Jake is dating this girl, and her his and her dad is like, yeah, they're getting married. Like, I don't think. So, I don't, what, I think so what's, what's the end game? Olivia, I think they're both playing Olivia because but they. Why? Because like what? Because I I said this a couple <laughs> weeks ago. Rowan wants Olivia back in the White House, and she and he knows that the way she was playing fits while she yeah. was in the White House. She can run circles around Jake because Jake is a oh, little more dingier than, than than Fitz. And if and no, and we said this. Be- he we said this before. He said the person with the real power is not the president. 
So if Jake wants the White House, he just said it. You not the person with the real power. So who gonna have the real power? Olivia. But how does how does Jake and Olivia coincide if in fact this lady is actually uh, Jake's soon to be uh, wife first lady? I'm not, I so she's gonna be mistress yeah. again. Well. Oh no! I'll literally. I just mark my words. I will stop watching the show. <laughs> this seat will be empty. Oh no, seriously. Like literally, because then that's that's this that's beyond a broken wheel. Because yeah. at least you then need to be the wife. Well, they go. Well, technically, she been the mistress. He said he went with this lady for a while now, and he was still finger banging Olivia. So she technically was a side piece. More than finger banging. Anyway, you can't be the side piece if you were there first. Oh yeah, you can. Oh, but see, and who's mine? Because um, he could have been playing both, so they both can think that they were first. One's in Vermont, one's in Oakland, California. He's 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 visiting both, you know, equally. They both can think they're the first. I'm just saying. Yeah. Mm. Well, no, Olivia had to be first because they were on an island for months. So like, <laughs> <laughs> unless this girl, he was like, I'm gonna be gone for a while. Girl. Well, he <laughs> was married though, yeah. and she didn't. He didn't even but say she was a spy. Yeah, she was a was, spy. That, this show. Okay, guys, the fish rots from the head. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> I will leave it at that. Let's go ahead and go into Cornelius Kofi's of the week. What about oh? What about what? Did we do Melly? Oh, pa- sorry. Oh. Pause. Pause. Yeah, pause. We apologize. We gotta run it back. Run it Rewind. Back. Really quick, Melly. Um, oh, I didn't even know we had that sound effect. Um, Melly has her book. She picked the cover. Um, she goes to Fitz's place. When she goes to Fitz's place and drops her child off, which, by the way, <laughs> we finally see the child, and we see this child like maybe once every this half is our season. Second time. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. So we see him when that. Lisa, the treasury girl, came mm-hmm. out of the bathroom in the bathroom. Melly's face was everything. And the way she just, she's like, oh, put him down. <laughs> I so thought she was going to slap him. See, I didn't think she was going to do that. Just be, okay. Only because the child was there. <laughs> right. And I feel like if it was just them alone, yes. But um, I don't know. I, I don't know. Well, my thing with that is, two things and we've already kind of really discussed it but I think there's a complete difference between being messy outside of your home and messy inside of your home and the fact that he was sleeping with the, with someone from the treasury he's now sleeping with like employees of the White House that right there not only is messy that that could be illegal like that is the epitome of abuse of power so that when the ter- person turns around regardless of the non-disclosure agreement and basically says that the president used undue influence to seduce me because I thought I would lose my job. That's something that you don't do. You definitely do that messiness outside of your home. Yeah. Um, and then I had another point and I can't remember. Oh, sorry. My other point though regarding her book cover, I still I still need <laughs> Melly to um to warm up a little bit. Do you remember um, when we had the flashbacks of when she was still at the law firm? How she seemed like a little bit fresher and a little bit more relaxed? That's what she needs to give the people. She can't kind of give the the you know I'm so conservative in my business suit red you know um, LinkedIn profile picture. You kind of need no, but you need to give them something a little bit more refreshing because that's who we know you to be, the first lady. Mm-hmm. The the excerpt of the book that was released shows Melly the woman, separate and distinct from <coughs> her role as the first lady of the United States of America. So the aesthetics of the of the cover need to match that first chapter because that's why people wanted to read it. Um, my problem with Melly um, is she, 
I feel like Melly should have nipped this in the bud years ago. Speaking of hoes, the term, um, there's a term that's out that says hoes stay winning. Mm -hmm. I think if Melly would have went with that term of hoes stay winning and, and taken that strategy, she wouldn't be in this situation. So if you if you back up, so now Fitz is literally going to back Susan Ross versus his ex-wife. I think it's fucked up. I said I was gonna cuss. I think it's fucked up. But if she would have nipped, if she would have, if she would have taken the narrative and control over this way back when this first started, she would have been able to. He would have been able to back her up. All of what he's done to her. And he can't do that. If she would have, if she would have taken the, the theory of the host they winning, the moment that he that that Melly realized what was going on with her and live, she should be like, no, nah, hold on, listen, this, some rules is about to change. If you about to do this, then I'm gonna need you to this, blah 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 blah. And if you're gonna continue fucking this bitch, then guess what? Then you gonna back me up because I'm gonna hold it down for you in office for eight years. And when I'm done, if you think you're gonna be president, then I'm gonna be president. So do we have a deal? <laughs> She should. She should have. She should have. But, she but he said he was gonna back her at one point. Remember, he was gonna back her, and he agreed until he started taking Olivia out in public, and the divorce got messy. Yep, that's what happened. That's what. That's kind of what changed. Before that, she they had that agreement. You gonna help me with my campaign? He was like, okay, I'll do this. But then, as soon as him and his girlfriend started showing up, oh, remember Melly got really pissed. Then the divorce got messy. He said some shit to her, and she said some shit to him, and they both got. And I know we're wrapping salty. up, but I actually a hundred percent disagree with you, Bam, because I think again, Melly's taking the wrong approach. When she said, "Okay," when Olivia said, um, "I'm not officially running your campaign," and she was like, "Come on now," and she's like, "It's bad for optics." I think it's actually perfect for optics. Like that literally is the essence of a liberated woman who can actually choose the best person for their job and separate it from emotional feelings. That regardless of the fact that the best person for the job was sleeping with her husband, I think that that Olivia's endorsement is the best endorsement in the world. Because who would believe, unless you honestly thought that she deserved to be the president and specifically the first female president of the United States of America, would you, who used to sleep with her husband, support her let alone run her campaign so again i think that what they keep doing is they're keep like you said um old world politics they're thinking like cyrus and lizzie they're not thinking new world twitter social media like we have different rules so exactly when what you say hoes be winning olivia be winning so Melly needs to jump on her bandwagon and ride it that way. Ironically, getting her husband's endorsement or a lack thereof, she should basically be like, I'm over that. That's why I divorced you. I'm my own woman. When I was with you, I was a Stepford wife. Now alone, I am embracing my femininity. I am embracing my I'm woman, hear me roar. So why not have sisterhood with the other person who is this symbolic figurehead of woman power? Well said. Mm -hmm. Now we'll go into cold piece of the week. Cold piece of the week for this episode of Scandal. I'm not sure which episode number it is. However, you know it's this week's episode of Scandal. <laughs> Goes to Jeff Perry. Not Cyrus Bean, but Jeff Perry because he be acting his ass off. There was a point in time where Jeff Perry wasn't giving the monologues because Reverend Knight kind of took, took over. So we missed him for a while, but this season he's really got to gotten to come back and and show his his face again. And in this episode, particularly when he lied about having a son, a brother who was paralyzed from the neck down, Jeff Perry was acting his ass 
off. So for that reason, he gets cold piece of the week. Let us know who you think should get cold piece of the week. Hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook using hashtag cold piece. All right. Now, do we have any news and gossip? Mm-mm. Okay. Let's go into predictions. And now, <coughs> your after buzz. wants to start it off this week um <clears throat> i don't have any i mean <laughs> the way you cleared your throat i don't have any predictions i i wrote in my notes that i'm not gonna keep trying to figure out that whole olivia and jake confusing thing because it's weird so besides that i don't i don't have anything i got nothing i will predict the ladies are going to continue to look flawless in their in their wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Ever since we've come back from the winter break, the colors and the pat- they look great. So I continue great wardrobe. <laughs> mm-hmm. My, I don't have a prediction. I just have a couple of questions. One, and I need to rewatch not this week's episode, but the two weeks ago, the last episode before this one, episode twelve. I thought after we had this video of the shooting of Vargas mm-hmm. that somebody somebody would notice that he turned around. The fake choreography? Somebody, mm-hmm. somebody would notice. Like, I just, I figured when he went on the Liberty Report, she was going to make a comment, oh, by the way, why did he turn around? Did you realize I, some, or a sniper would come forth and say, you know, we didn't shoot, right? Like, you know, something, something. So I have a question about that. Why why that hasn't come up. Um, two, I just need to know when they're going to address um, Olivia's abortion. Um, three. <laughs> and I actually have an answer to that if you want an answer. Me too. I do. It's the same thing that they did with the, <clears throat> with the strangling. Remember when Jake basically strangled Olivia uh, yeah. in OPA? And literally, and remember, there was like the amount of chatter and it just went away. Oh, I think they, I, no, I think uh, they're going to address yeah. it because Fitz doesn't know. Yeah. Uh, he, and it's going to make him all sappy again. Because it's going to totally change the dynamics of the relationship because of something that drastic. Like, it's not. They're anyway, not going to, I predict, I predict they are never going to mention really? it. Really? I think they're going to bring that back up. And I think they, I think in regards to what you said about the shooting, I think that's going to be the obstacle because then mm-hmm. he's not a hero. So I think they're going to revisit that later. And, and a say, liar. Yep. They're going to be like, so, but you didn't, somebody shot and you knew it wasn't you. So what is this? And it's going to do something to the campaign. I think that'll be later though. And I, and also this is only episode, what, 14 or 15? 13. So, 13. So there's still a lot of episodes to go, homie. That's true. There are. Um, but do you saying. have any other questions? Sorry, before I cut you no, off. No, I can't remember the last question. No. There's a, yeah. All right. I predict that there's going to be more disgusting scenes where I feel like I'm going to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> Take your pants off. <laughs> I can't. All right, guys. Um, let us know what you think. Where can we find you guys on social media? Um, you can find me on all social media at... Bam Erickson. And you can follow our podcast, Happy Hour Shot of Conversation, at Happy Hour underscore TV. And if you want to reach me directly, at Sophia Stanley, Twitter and Facebook, at the Sophia Stanley on Instagram. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, at Cornelia. Also, I will be at the Comedy Store in the Belly Room this Saturday, March 12th at 7.30. Come out and get some of these ooh, jokes, son. And you can follow me at Emil Ennis Jr. Remember, in all aspects of your life, the fish rots from the head. <laughs> All right, guys, we had so much fun. Thank you for joining us for another Scandal After Show. We'll see you same time, same place next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. 
To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. <laughs> Buzz you later. From executive producers Maria Manunos. Are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.